This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you here. So today we have a very special guest whose name is Ashley Holt. I'm so, so excited to welcome this beautiful goddess-like woman to the show. Get ready, ladies. You're going to enjoy this entire conversation. So definitely stay tuned for more. Hello, I am here with Ashley Holt. She's an amazing life coach helping goddesses all around the world with Ashley Holt Consulting. I'm so excited to hear what she has to say and what she's going to share with us today. So welcome, Ashley. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad I get to talk to you again. Absolutely. Yes, we actually tried to do this before and um, lovely retrograde decided to intervene and to, to do it over. So here we are. <laughs> yes, always, always. Mercury is always up to something. So mm -hmm. absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you could just share a little bit about your story and just how you got to where you are. That'd be amazing. Yes. Well, I am an author and a motivational speaker and empowerment coach or a goddess coach, I like to say. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have a background 20 years in sales and marketing. And so I was not planning on becoming an author or a speaker or any of these things. And it's funny how life throws you curveballs and everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. But for me, uh, like I said, I had this 20 year background with a fortune 500 company. I was from corporate America and I found myself going through a divorce and, and toxic situations. And through that journey, I started this self self-development transformation and it was through those stumbles and falls where I started writing, just journaling my feelings and my thoughts. And that was such a powerful practice for me. I was introduced to positive affirmations because during those times, my confidence was in the tank. I had no self-worth. I felt broken and stuck in all those not good feelings and things where you don't want to be. And anyway, long story short, I guess positive affirmations, I say they, they literally saved my life. Mm -hmm. I started speaking them into existence. And when I started doing research and why is this working? How mm -hmm. am I, the silly little practice people talk about, this is so powerful for me. Why mm -hmm. is this working? I did some research and found that you can actually learn another language in your sleep. Mm. You know that, and so that was so amazing to me. And I was so in so much pain at the time. I thought, well, what if I listened to affirmations while I slept? Would that really rewire my brain quicker? Mm -hmm. Like, could I start recovering even more? Be be more powerful through that process. Mm -hmm. And from night one, I woke up a different person. Wow. And, you know, I, and then of course, I I still do it to this day. This has been six, seven years ago now, but it was so transformative to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at such a hard time in my life, I had two little girls and they were eight and five at the time. And I thought, you know what? These are girls. Like who mm-hmm. needs this more? Uh, I want to introduce this into their life now. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to wait till th- they're 37 and they find themselves broken and stuck and feeling all this stuff. I'm going to teach them this. And uh, so I was just going to write a poem or a little story for us to read together so I could make sure that when I was going through the process of divorce, that they were okay and happy and felt, you know, secure. And my daughter was a really great artist and I thought she could draw some pictures and I would write a cute little story and maybe we would bind it with some ribbon and it would be a keepsake, you know? So that's literally how it started. And then next thing I know, you know, it was, it became a book and there was a, an official illustrator and an official publisher and it was at wow. Barnes and Noble and it became, you know, then one became three and then three's become, you know, became a book for teens and that now has become a book for women. So that's literally how it happened. And it was something that, you know, to me was, I know it's so meant to be just part of my journey and how that healing process became something really beautiful. Oh, I love that. That is so beautiful. And I love that you involved your girls with you along the journey. Yes. When it's funny, I wrote my first books about six years ago. And when I read them, I, my eyes fill with tears because I just remember that when I read it, I remember that time and I remember Mm -hmm. how powerful the words I was creating and putting down on paper were, and just, you know, that, that time of reading it together. Mm-hmm. And so those are really special to me. It's probably my, my very first one is called Nico, the perfectly imperfect pug, because we had a pug at the time that we had lost and she was so Aww. special to us. And, but it, it is, it's one of my favorites. It's really cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. But they're, they're filled with affirmations. And so, you know, it tells a story, but it also has affirmations intertwined mm-hmm. in there. And so you know, my mission through all of my books has been to build confidence and self-esteem no matter how age, how old you are. So it started with children, it moved up to teens, and then ultimately now it's uh, for women too. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm I'm so excited. I need to go find that book. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have that. And I think it's also probably really um, healing for just the inner child as well. Oh my gosh, yes. Talk about... Yeah, I mean, I think I was writing that book, yes, for for my daughter, Mm -hmm. but it was so for my inner child as well, because, you know, I grew up, uh, my dad was very optimistic and positive and the big, you know, the brighter light Mm -hmm. for me, Uh, but he was always at work or traveling and and my mom was a stay-at-home mom and she was very emotionally unavailable and, you know, my memories of her were... I was always in the way. I was a problem, um, you know, to be seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. And actually, when I was uh, going through that process of the divorce, I found in all this healing where I was remembering all these things, right? Like Mm -hmm. what was wrong? Where I realized growing up, I I had a a script going on in my head that I was unlovable. Mm -hmm. So that was the story I had been, you know, living my life off Mm -hmm. of for so many years. And then when I, I went home, she's in Nashville and I went to visit and I was just looking for something and I opened a drawer and there was a letter I had written her when I was about 11 or 12. And at the, the time, my daughter was the same age mm-hmm. and, and I was surprised to find this. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. A, a note from me when I was little. And I, mm-hmm. the first sentence was, dear mom, I'm sorry I ruined your life. <gasps> oh no. 
Yeah. It's heartbreaking, right? And I mean, I I did what you did. I went, because I don't remember that moment or writing those words, but I had been remembering all these things. And then it all came full circle for me that this was not, I wasn't, it really did happen. And it was a story that I was carrying. Mm -hmm. And because in my mind, I was unlovable. My whole life, I had been attracting relationships that made me feel unlovable. I just been a magnet for that my whole life subconsciously walking around attracting those relationships friendships um uh, employment romantic relationships every relationship in my life really was mirroring that for me so when you said was that healing for my inner child yes it was because actually it says I'm as strong as the sun I'm as big as the sky there's nothing that I cannot do and that is what I wanted as a child. I wanted someone to believe in me and to, for me to think I was worth something or significant or powerful or worthy of being loved and supported. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. That is so, oh my goodness. That's just warming my heart to know the fact that you came to that place of that transition, that transformation to at least feel that at once because some people never get there. Yes. Yes. And I just, you know, I know you have a theme right now of ego detachment and, you know, ego attachment can be very positive or be very negative. And so for me, you know, that was part of my ego attachment. I had to learn how to let go of the belief that I was unlovable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was, uh, I came across some healing modalities that were so powerful for me. Of course we had done counseling, you know, for, to try to save the marriage and all those things. But what I needed was an emotional healing modality. And so that's when I came also across, uh, you know, I've already spoken about positive affirmations, but EFT was introduced to me, emotional freedom Mm -hmm. technique or tapping. Mm -hmm. Neuro-linguistic programming was uh, introduced to me. And so those were so transformative for my healing journey Then I chose to become a practitioner of those as well because they for not that counseling is bad and I believe in counseling, but these were things that really were self-empowering tools that mm-hmm. are great for, for, to learn with a practitioner, but ultimately you can take what you learn and do it for yourself on your own whenever you're in emergency or need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's very empowering when you take your power back from giving it to someone else. Like you've got it, you've got to have self-empowering tools because we are powerful beings and choice is so powerful. And when you have some tools that empower your choices, Mm -hmm. you can really um, change, rewire your brain and your subconscious. So you, you start acting from a place of power and potential instead of fear and of your past and of failure or all the bad things that went wrong. You can really change how you subconsciously and consciously interact in your own life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, I think that's powerful because when you have something that you can do, you know, you feel a little bit more freedom. Like, of course, it's great to have that other person to speak to, but a lot of times people wait until they're like completely devastated to go to someone. And at that point, you kind of lose that momentum to put that energy into yourself. And it's really just about like building that relationship with yourself back up again, or at all, 
and it's it's just really powerful to have that type of relationship as opposed to um, having to depend on another person to give you that feeling. Um, so I think it's all, you know, it all helps to have support as well. But I do think there is power in having those modalities to help with healing yourself. Absolutely. And, and you just said it so well, it's about having a relationship with yourself because, mm-hmm. you know, I told you I, I'd written the children's books. I wrote a book for teens and as I, it was a, to build confidence in teen girls. And I started speaking to teen girls, uh, nonprofit organizations. And the moms would pull me down and say, I needed that. We we're like, where were you when I was a teenager? <laughs> Do you have a book for women? And I was like, wow, well, you know, I knew I wanted to, and I, it was confirmation that I, I needed to do that. So I actually had a book I wrote before goddess wake up for women. And it, it was called shatterproof. And it was, it, I probably spent two years on it, just digging up all the deep, dark pain in my life. Right. Cause I thought if I can share this pain, I can let other people know that they're not the only ones and like how I healed through the process. But the, you know, the whole time I'm writing it, I'm crying and just, it was so emotional for me to dig up all of those things mm-hmm. and it was complete. And I was ready to put it out into the world. And all I could do was stare at it and say, no, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. And I was so mad at myself and frustrated. I said, why can't I do that? I spent all this time. I've cried for two years. <laughs> I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've healed myself through this. What is wrong? And it, you know, it was like a light bulb went off and it was like, you know, this isn't your message anymore. Mm-hmm. This was your part of your journey. But what your message is, is how did you get through it? Because mm-hmm. it's not that I'm not an open book and I don't, I, I'm more than willing to share my experiences, but mm-hmm. it, it dawned on me that how did I get through that? And so when I looked at everything I had written, it's called shatterproof. How was, how did I end up shatterproof? How did I stay how did I stay in one piece through all of this? Mm. And so it hit me. It was like seven steps. And and to me, it was about this feminine, divine power that lives within mm. us, right? Mm. And this inner superhero we have. But who do women, you know, we're not, as boys or men, they identify with, you know, Superman and Batman and these right. big superheroes. And, and women have queens and princesses. But for me, a goddess was the mm-hmm. ultimate feminine energy. She stands in her power. She answers mm-hmm. to no one. She's so confident. And she has a superpower within her. You know, mm-hmm. every goddess has a superpower. So I thought, well, how fun would that be to really connect women back to that feminine divine power that lives within them, mm-hmm. awaken their inner goddess and do it through what I narrowed down to the seven key steps of the goddess mindset. So I was like, this is a goddess mindset transformation. And uh, so the word goddess is uh, each, each letter is the teaching or the step. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also an affirmation and an intention. So I wanted to make it super easy. So women could just wake up and say, today I'm a goddess. But when they say today I'm a goddess, they, that actually means more because they know it's seven steps that they Mm -hmm. now embody. And um, so, so back to why, that relationship with yourself is so important. That's exactly what I, why I couldn't put that other book into the world and why I knew it had to be completely rewritten with a different message because it was about creating a relationship with yourself. And that mm-hmm. is the goddess mindset. It's self-love. And, you know, I'm in, I'm in the deep South where the worst thing you can call a Southern woman is selfish, right? And so self-love, <laughs> <laughs> self-love has that negative connotation. That means mm-hmm. you're selfish. And so I am on a mission to change that 
mindset of self-love is selfish to know. Self-love is honor. And what we have been taught is uh, self-sabotage. Like we are so used to putting everything before ourselves that we are sabotaging our inner goddess, our superpower that we have to put into the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, really, it's just taking ownership of your life. Yes. You know, yes. Um, yes. so I, I, I totally agree with you. And I'm on that same mission as well. That it's like, listen, if you're not going to be taken care of, like, if you're not going to take care of yourself, you're not going to be good to anybody, mm-hmm. really. And yep. it's, it's, I, I totally hear you on that one. Well, and you know, I had this big aha moment in going through this self-discovery where I feel like me personally, power or, uh, yeah, power was something outside of me. Mm-hmm. And we were always chasing or looking to something outside of us to mm-hmm. give us power mm-hmm. or to give us permission. And when I discovered, you know, this is a a journey from the inside out, all the power we need lives within us and we have to stop searching outside. Yes. Absolutely. That is the truth. Yes. Yes. So I just, so I, you know, I just love when I'm working with women and I can connect them back to their heart and give their heart power again. Someone asked me once, so what, what exactly do you do? Like when you say you're an empowerment coach and, you know, it's so funny because you would think I would get asked that a lot, but I done it. And all of a sudden I just had this vision of, of a heart with a dimmer switch on it. Mm. And, you know, I feel like when women come to, to work with me, you know, the people who, you're supposed to work with find you, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a whole it meant to be in law of attraction and of all of those things. But I feel like when women first come to me, their heart or their dimmer switch is on zero or negative mm-hmm. 10 or negative hundred. Right. And mm-hmm. in just 28 days, that dimmer switch goes from zero to all the way up, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I just am able to find, cause I've been there, you know, my dimmer switch was there. And I had to turn it up for myself. And so I just love being able to to identify where those blocks and fears are that are holding them back from shining their light to awaken their inner goddess and just turn it all the way up. And so people just have to start wearing sunglasses whenever they walk into the room. <laughs> now, you know? They're just shining. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that energy because like we all have it, but just for whatever reason, whether it's just past conditioning or fear of just really being your full self which that kind of comes with being naturally feminine we're kind of just that you know that internal energy so um but i think we all have that ability that power to embrace that light that's within us and to allow for it to shine and when we do it's like whoa Mm -hmm. you are powerful and i don't think we have enough of that really shown to us on how to do it without it either being over sexualized or completely unrealistic or you know you see someone shining and it's like well I don't look like that so you think it's just with that person but when you embrace your own other people see that as well and I I love that that's part of your mission for sure 
Yes, and I, you know, I feel like society has, a, you know, a, a skewed definition of strength because yeah. we are such a masculine energy. Everything is do, 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 force, 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 go harder, go harder, work yeah. harder. And, you know, part of the feminine power and the feminine divinity is the ability to receive. Mm-hmm. And it's the compassion and the empathy and the creativity. Mm-hmm. And when women really tap into it, beautiful, amazing things happen because the world is in desperate need of a more feminine energy. And the more we come together and teach each other and support each other and kind of shift the paradigm to help society get more in balance because we're so just ridiculously out of balance there. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when, when we can step into that power, the world needs it so much that miracles begin to happen and shifts begin to happen. And with that, every step of the way, these little baby steps that that we take to gain confirmation, just build up your confidence and your worth and your power. Absolutely. And I think it, we need a lot of that and we need more people like you. And because I think that a lot of women want to be able to embrace and activate that goddess energy, but they may not feel safe enough to do so. Mm -hmm. And safety is the first thing you have to feel in order to be free. And I think that the more that it's um, empowered for women to feel it's okay, you know, I get it. I totally understand that it feels scary to really be vulnerable, but that just kind of comes with it. But it's beautiful. Like vulnerability creates connection and it creates so much openness that it, it breaks all those limitations that we put ourselves under. So definitely definitely powerful thing that we should be embracing a lot more definitely and i think what what holds so many women back to begin with is and this is so i told you the word goddess each is a step and the the letter g stands for get outside your comfort zone so yes. that becomes the chapter is i am getting outside my comfort zone because you know the comfort zone. this is a quote the comfort zone is a beautiful place but you will never grow there exactly and yep. Sometimes you have to adjust to getting outside your comfort zone and it's hard. And how do we do that? And that's why it's great to have an accountability coach or a book or whatever it is, just nourish your soul, invest in yourself in some shape or form. And, you know, when I was a single divorced mom, the last thing I could have ever afforded was a workshop or a empowerment coach. You know, those things aren't possible, weren't possible for me. So I tried to, you know, I had that that experience. And so for me, I was like, well, I'll turn it into a $9 book. And you know what, if you can't afford a $9 book, you know, get on YouTube. There's so many videos on, Mm -hmm. you know, overcoming fears and anxiety or self-love or just whatever resonates, just start searching and look at it for, look it up for free on YouTube. And I made each chapter of the book, an interactive YouTube video. And I have Mm. a five minute goddess meditation because a lot of people want to say, I don't have time or I don't have money. So I tried to take all of that out of the situation too. Like no more excuses. You, If you're driving to work, listen to it on the way to work. While you put on your makeup in the morning, do it then. While you, Before you go to bed, you have five minutes because I can guarantee you how many of us are spending more than five minutes scrolling on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So that's- <laughs> That's really the biggest struggle is getting women to believe that 
they have time to invest in themselves. And when I say invest, it doesn't mean necessarily money. It just means in their own um, transformation, their own heart, their own soul, like nourish your soul for five minutes a day. Absolutely. Because, you know, you're the most beautiful and expensive thing you'll ever own. That's for the rest of your life. That's right. (laughs) So you have to, um, I think that's important that we have to make ourselves a priority. And that's something I always have to continue to work on. It's a balancing act. But I notice a lot sooner now, before it just seemed like a way of life, just my natural being to just kind of not put myself as a priority. But now... I realize or recognize when I'm not putting myself as a priority or like really investing in myself and it feels awful. (laughs) I know. Right. Well, and and that's sometimes just getting outside your comfort zone is making yourself the priority. And so that's really the first step. Um, And then once you do it and it becomes part of your daily life, you can't live without it because, you know, when, when you empower you, you don't need anyone else to empower you. Exactly. Exactly. And, but you still have to receive that. So you feel like kind of like weird or like lost a little bit when you don't put in anything into yourself. Yes. Well, yeah. and your standards go up when you set the more yeah. the you treat yourself, the less tolerant you are for people who mm-hmm. don't treat you well. You're like, well, I treat myself like a goddess. So everyone, <laughs> you know, that exactly. makes your relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, you know, employment well they need to honor you mm-hmm. but you've got to teach yourself to honor you first exactly exactly what is um what i know you've worked with so many women what's probably the most popular most common thing that they come to you with in regards to what they want to improve on or just what is their biggest struggle you think hands down it's negative self-talk so Mm. I mean that was a great lead-in because the O for in goddess is overcome negative self-talk so you know in the 28 week program step two is um how do you we do a challenge a 24 day or 24 hour challenge for 24 hours write down every time you say something negative or nasty to yourself because the things we say to ourselves we would never say to our friends to our children to our spouse to our boss we would never ever you know little things like when you trip i'm so stupid you know or um if you you know you mess up at work i can't believe that i'm a failure you mean the the things we say and Mm -hmm. if if another woman walks by who we think is more attractive than us then i can never look like that or Mm -hmm. you know i mean the list goes on and on and on but even deeper than that like for me my negative self-talk that I wasn't even aware of for so many years was I am unlovable. So when we really dig deep into where those stories come from and those beliefs, um, it, when you have to recognize them in order to flip the script. So that 24 Mm -hmm. hours is very eye opening. And then we look at the things that were said and then we flip it. So if you were saying I'm not enough or I feel like a failure or, um, you know, I'm not attractive or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. dive into that and turn, turn those into affirmations because we know those are pain points in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is so huge. And that's really where the positive affirmations come into play because I mean, as women, we listen to that inner critic and we think that's truth and that's mm-hmm. the liar. And we, you, you have to be aware of the liar voice and the mm-hmm. goddess voice. Mm-hmm. 
because at all times, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we are a magnet for something. Mm -hmm. I know you're a big law of attraction person and I am too. And we're always creating something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so an affirmation is is just a thought. So they're either negative or positive and all day, every day you're thinking something. And those thoughts are the magnet to bring more of that into you. So this is all part of, you know, goddess wake up, claim your power. And you have to claim your power over your thoughts. You have to claim your power over that voice in your head that's a liar. Because if you give it power, it's attracting more to validate everything that's lying to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we really go into that in, in, in the law of attraction. And what are you attracting without even meaning to? So take nice. your power back. Make the law of attraction work for you, not against you. And that's all part, you know, a huge empowerment tool when you're able to do that. Exactly. Especially when you're in that capability to do so. Um, because like as children, we don't have as much control because just we're not, our brain isn't fully developed and we're in that sponge mode where we're just mm-hmm. literally just absorbing everything. And so now that, you know, you get a little older, you can start to reflect on things. You now have that power to step back in, save yourself, and and reconstruct the path that you're on and it's like it's almost a crime to not do so but it can be so hard sometimes because it's like that old song that we've been playing in our mind Mm -hmm. is just on repeat and it's really hard to get it out sometimes yeah and it's like we're in a trance and you don't even know you're doing it and then you get when you work with someone they're like oh my gosh I can't believe I've been doing this Mm -hmm. like I had no idea and then it actually becomes kind of funny because it becomes a game where you're you know constantly shifting and you go oh that's the liar nope I'm listening to my goddess you know so you know we completely changed the script Mm -hmm. and you know you said something you know as children were these sponges and for me you know I had that I'm unlovable story But everyone had, of course, has their own childhood story. But more importantly than that, I I did, there's some research, I believe, uh, by the age of two, we have heard the word no 4,000 times. Mm -hmm. So guess what? We're trained to see the no in everything. So again, going back to getting outside your comfort zone, we're already programmed not to do it because we've always, you know, just as a child by default, it's Mm -hmm. no, the answer is going to be no. So why should I do it? And I don't Mm want to do something new and be told no, because that means I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. But just think about that one program that is, you know, programmed into uh, to every two-year-old. No, 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 don't do that. No, you can't do that. How dare mm-hmm. you do that? No, go to timeout. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's just one of so many that we don't even know we're walking around with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, what I've been doing lately is just saying, well, what if? Yes. Like, like, what if? things do go right like you have a 50 50 chance it could go you know one way it could go the other but it's a lot better than zero so at least try I love that you said that because um I talk about in the chapter d so we're Mm -hmm. we're just you're like doing these lead-ins so perfect I'm not not even planning on it see it's like all in alignment this is great (laughs) (laughs) but d is dare to dream big and then what Mm -hmm. I really push women to do is are you really dreaming big enough and so that chapter is about 
part of it is the what if game. So mm. there's two ways to see it. And what we tend to do is, well, what if that goes wrong? Or what if I fail? Or what if I, you know, people laugh at me? What if people judge me? What if someone's mean to me? All these what ifs, right? Mm-hmm. No, but what if it goes right? What if yeah. it's a stepping stone to something even better? What if mm-hmm. it makes everything fall into place and it's magical like what if these things but we don't our brain is not trained to go what if the good our brain goes what if the bad and that's again part of that that programming and the law of attraction so you have to catch Mm -hmm. that voice but then the other one to dream bigger because we get stuck we think we're dreaming big until someone really challenges your dream Mm -hmm. and i mean that in a loving like goddessy way so Mm -hmm. when you know you got to know who you are, what you want and where you want to go, but we don't let us ourselves dream anymore. Mm-hmm. So, to that five minutes a day, whether it's reading, reading the, reading any book, whether it's listening to a self-empowering video or a meditation, you got to give your five yourself five minutes. And that five minutes can be to dream again. And so when we sit down and it's like, what are your dreams? What, who are you? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I don't know, Ashley. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's figure that out. And so we'll come up with something, right? And then I'm like, okay, so what if that comes true? What would be your next step? And they're like, hmm, well, I would, you know, whatever the next step is. And you do that six times. So you go six levels deeper and the dream has completely transformed. Mm. And that's really where their heart and their soul is starting to shine and where they start to remember all the things that they really want to do. Mm-hmm. but it's six levels deep. So it's always so intriguing to, for, you know, I'm a big believer in, in, in vision boards and things like that too, but mm-hmm. you got to push yourself to go even bigger and even deeper. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. that's what if, well, what if it comes true? What's next? What if that comes true? What's next? What if that comes true? What's next? Mm-hmm. And it's just like your, their brains like literally explode because they have not given that any power. Exactly. You don't even, it doesn't even get that far of making it into a thought because your brain is just trying to protect you and like saying, oh no, no, No. you don't, you don't want to do that. That that no voice. See that? No, 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 Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but it's, it's so important for us to just say, yeah, what if everything does work out? And well, then, you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you're so, fine. This is what we do because it feels good to dream. Yeah. And when did we stop letting ourselves feel good? All we do is walk around worried and fearful and stressed. Mm-hmm. And we that's all we do all day, every day. Well, mm-hmm. give, your five, give yourself five minutes to feel good. Yeah. Feel good. You have permission to feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're the only ones that are experiencing that. Like nobody yeah. knows what we want to do. Not and nor does everyone want the same thing you want. And yes. you know, like we think like the whole like our thoughts or like our dreams like on this billboard. Like people are <laughs> we're so worried what other people are thinking, but they're doing the same thing. Like everybody's kind of in their own little world. So it's like just at least for the fact of just inspiring others that the possibilities are there why not try well 
And oh my gosh, I I just had a thought and it just escaped me. Oh, well, in that the goddess meditation, this is one of my favorite lines because it's it's a guided meditation. It says, My dreams are my destiny. I surrender to the greatness within me. And that's what your dreams mm -hmm. are. Your dreams are your destiny. And you have to yeah. surrender and let yourself dream again. Yeah. Because they're yours and that is so connected and unique to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we have to we have to keep that because it really makes us feel alive and gives us the just feeling present and and feeling like you know you're here. I mean, life is so short. At least enjoy it while you are here. You know? Well, yes. And one of my favorite books is the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Have you read that? It's by Deepak Chopra. I haven't got a chance to read it yet. Oh my gosh, it's one of my all-time favorites. I reread it all the time. It's like easy read. It's short. It's to the point, but it talks about basically the laws of the universe. And one is the law of Dharma. And that is every single person here has one or at least one unique ability that they, no one else can do like them. Mm. There is something every one of us has that no one else in the entire universe can do better. Wow. And so Powerful. we have to connect to that, do whatever it takes to connect mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it's the thing that is most often um, teased or oh, like ridiculed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that is actually your, your shining light. And we like, don't see it because it's like, we're like afraid of it, but that, that's usually a little clue. Oh my gosh, let me just validate what you just said. <laughs> my entire life, I have been made fun of for my voice. And mm. uh, I, when I was younger, it used to be, I mean, you probably noticed it is a, a little high pitch and, I, and I, I do kind of have a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love that. But my whole life I was made fun of. Your voice mm. is so squeaky. You should be a Disney character. And I mean, those aren't that big of a thing. But when you're little and everyone else has like a different voice than you, you don't mm. want to speak. Yeah. And I would be in middle school and we would have announcements in the auditorium in front of the school. And the teacher would like randomly pick students to go make the announcements for that classroom oh, or whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. on that, when she would pick me, I was oh no like, and I would don't. go up there and I would be made fun of by the entire school and high oh. school student like I'm in middle school and it was with the high schoolers and then the high schoolers would make fun of me but think about that and now I'm a speaker ah. <laughs> yeah. and it's just uh, you know it's so funny because and I share that story a lot of times when I speak because you're exactly right you know our purpose is often um a pain point mm -hmm. but we turned it into our purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. At least, you know, doing something with that because every like portion of us is beautifully unique in the sense that all you, the, the moment you embrace those things makes it, makes it visible to be beautiful. When you don't embrace it and mm -hmm. you're kind of like ashamed of whatever your qualities are, you're insecure about it, it kind of draws more attention towards it in like a negative way. But when you embrace it and you just own it, all of a sudden it just seems like the most beautiful thing in the world and people see that light with it as well. I totally agree. And I share this story a lot too, because for so long I was stuck to, to that I felt so much shame that I didn't have the relationship I saw so many of my friends have with their mom. And mm -hmm. I why don't I matter? And that was a shame, very, I felt so much shame around that for a yeah. self, like I'm not good enough. And then 
when I started doing this healing transformation and journey, it, I realized, wow, how can I see this differently now? And this is part of the, the NLP process, the neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. All of that happened. You know, I felt so unlovable as a child because if I had not experienced that, would positive affirmations been so transformative to me? Would I have been able to write the words I wrote with so much love and make mm-hmm. feel so passionate about making sure other children had those in their life too so Mm -hmm. so then all of a sudden it was just like that was just such a teacher like that was an experience that was unique to me not to hurt me because Mm -hmm. it played a dire role in my purpose oh yeah absolutely and that's the part it's as long as you can at least find some peace in that you you free yourself Mm -hmm. yes and, and and when i when when i work with women and talk about their their pain points and say how can you look back on that experience and just how can say how can I see this differently Mm -hmm. and when you just say those words with that intention how can I see this differently Mm -hmm. you know it's it's very healing and and it it shifts from victimhood like again because victimhood is a is an energy that attracts more victimhood it does and it's not like we walk around intentionally going I'm a victim I'm a victim no it's we're human we're human beings and we are we were hurt and we were pained but -hmm. but we don't want to carry it around with us forever Mm -hmm. yeah exactly we don't have to live there you You don't have to live there yeah acknowledge it you know and and you know it's not to like make anyone feel as though like their pain or their trauma or the things that they've been through is not justified or, you know, acknowledged because I want everyone to feel acknowledged, but at some point, how can we move forward? And at least, I mean, if we've been through all of what we've been through, don't you think you deserve to have a little bit of peace or rainbow at the end of the day? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's absolutely about not validating the pain or or hearing the pain, but it's, Mm -hmm. Just what can you do to free yourself from it? Yeah. Like get out of that trap. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've, I think we've all been there. You know, it's just kind of part of that human experience. But I think not everyone gets to the other side. And, and that's why it's really important for people to recognize their purpose, to be able to be kind of that guiding light for those so we can all get to a better space. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's why this podcast is so important because I think you're opening the doors for so many conversations for people to relate to and to, to have as a, a tool or to, for them to see that it, it, it's been done by others. Oh, thank you. Uh, I just kind of, I just kind of followed, you know, where my soul or spirit was calling me. And I was like, just doing, I wasn't, I had no expectations. I had no real plan. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to talk about the things I enjoy talking about. And it's just kind of blossomed into this like beautiful experience and meeting people and connecting. And I'm really, really grateful for it all. Well, I love what you just said is because you said I was just having fun. Yeah. Right. And guess what? You know, when you listen to your heart, because we're supposed to have fun in life. Like yes. when did when where did this program come in that we can't do what we love and have fun in life? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me too. You know, I 
I was in corporate America. Writing books would be fun. I wasn't supposed to write books and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but when, you know, there is nothing stronger than a woman's intuition. And so when we give power to that and allow ourselves to have fun, that is a way our intuition is guiding us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know we've covered G-O-N-D. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so the, the next D is declare your desires ah, yes. to the universe. So, so, so we've gotten outside our comfort zone. We've overcome negative self-talk. We're, we're daring to dream again and dream bigger. And then the next step is declare your desires to the universe. So this is a huge chapter on law of attraction because if the universe does not know what you want, it cannot deliver it to mm-hmm. you. So how mm-hmm. do you get clear? Because you got to get clear with yourself and you got to get clear to the universe. So this is all about law of attraction, vision boards. And most importantly, one of the ones I love is a sacred contract with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because what do we do all day, every day? We sign contracts for our cell phone, our mortgage, mm-hmm. our apartment mm-hmm. rent, our car payment, maybe with our employment if we're a contract like 299 we mm-hmm. we sign contracts with everything and everybody but ourself and our dream Ooh, yeah, I so, love that. yeah so in the book there's an actual contract and it's just like this is my dream today's date this is my dream these are three actions i prom- three aligned action steps i promise to do to get there mm-hmm. and i i am signing this dream to be accomplished by a date and you sign it mm. Because guess what? When you sign your mortgage contract, if you don't pay it, your house gets taken away. You go to foreclosure. So you better take that contract just as serious because your dream isn't going to come true. So then you put it on there and you look at it every day and you just remind yourself, I made a contract with myself. And that one is more important than all of the others. I absolutely love that. And that's something I don't know that I've done it in that way before Mm -hmm. where I I mean, I've taken time to like kind of ask myself for permission. Like, and I think that's really important. Like sometimes we just jump into like, I want these things, but do you give yourself permission to have them? And -hmm. you have to say yes. So. is it's expect miracles and that's all about receiving receive stop blocking all the greatness that wants to come to you so blocking it (laughs) (laughs) um but and again back to that that contract i'm huge on intentional living and, and and what that really is it is such a powerful intention to the universe because mm. what do we do if we're going to travel if we're going to get in the car and drive across the united states are we going to get in the car and not use our gps i mean you can you're right. going to get lost, lost. <laughs> it's going to be a lot longer to get there you're going to run out of gas a couple times no telling where you're going to end up but you might get there eventually and that's what intentional living is all about it's setting your gps for your dream and let the universe do the rest but mm. you've got to have the intention and that that contract is your gps and the rest will fall into place but you got to set the intention Oh, yes. I love that. I'm writing a contract today. (laughs) Or maybe I'll do it for my birthday coming up. I think that's what I'm going to do. Like make it a whole thing. Um, That's so exciting. Yes. And and, and 
with the book, it's a 28 day goddess mindset transformation. So what's so fun about this is you do it for 28 days and you're going to get a game plan in place. So your goddess game plan, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that 28 days, you're going to experience transformation and then you do it again the next 28 days. So it's like a repetitive process because now you know how to do it. And now you've set the first 28 days in motion and the Mm -hmm. next 28 days, you're going to have different goals and dreams because they're going to grow and expand because you've grown and expanded. And, then, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it's a really fun process when you learn that and you get in the habit of doing these things. It just builds, 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 builds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, you said something really, really good. I love that you said that, you know, we grow and expand. And that's mm-hmm. the part that I think a lot of people forget is that you're always growing and expanding, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're the things that are around you, the things that you have, your external things, relationships, your home, whatever, may have not, it hasn't shifted with you yet. Yes. So you've Uh, been in alignment with the way, how much you have grown. Like we've outgrown some things, but sometimes it's like, you don't realize it. And then you're like uncomfortable and frustrated. That's your sign that you need bigger and better. Yes, 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 yes. Because guess what? You're going to outgrow some people. You're going to outgrow some relationships. You're going to outgrow some jobs. You're going to outgrow things that doesn't mean it's bad. That means something you got to let it go. So the new can come in. That's bigger and better. I always compare this to a closet. Like, you know, what what do we do as women? We, we, we got to go somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. And walk into our closet and we say, I don't have anything to wear. Yep. (laughs) It's filled with clothes. Like there's probably not one more room for anything else to go into. But what do we say? I don't have anything to wear. So so as you're growing and expanding, you got to like look at at your thoughts and the things around you and go, what needs to go? Mm -hmm. I've got to clean it out. And you got to create the new space for the new to come in. So let the old go. Just like Mm -hmm. a closet. Get rid of all those things that don't work for you anymore, that don't fit, that aren't the right color that you've never worn that still have the tag on them but you don't like it you know get rid of it (laughs) Mm -hmm. let it go and it really you really do change with that because at that point you are establishing that you are letting go of the person that's been holding you back yes and the beliefs and the stuff yeah it's it's huge absolutely i get so excited can you tell I me too. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I love all this. I love this kind of stuff anyway. So this just gives me a little bit more um motivation for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so then what's last left, I can't talk, is the last two S's and yes. the first S is stand in your truth. And so when so now we're on step six. So when you have done those other five steps. Mm-hmm. It is so much easier to be connected to your truth and what that looks like. Because guess what? You've gotten out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You've overcome the negative self-talk. You're dreaming again. You're dreaming bigger. You're declaring your desires. You've got your contracts. You know what you want and where you're going to go. So guess what? Your truth is pretty clear. And now you are able to confidently stand in that and start sharing it with other people around you. And then the last S is surrender to self-love because mm. this is the whole self-love process people be like what's self-love actually like what is that and you know there's this misconception that it's taking a bath or getting your nails done or going to the spa and those right. things yes those are great i love to do those but is that really the definition of self-love right. 
Exactly. No. <laughs> oh, so self-love is a transformative process that involves all of these steps put together. Mm-hmm. And um, so that is what I call the seven key steps to the goddess mindset transformation and the true definition of self-love. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a quote and it says, don't be afraid of losing people. Be afraid of losing yourself to please everyone around you. And it, it, it's really just about connecting to who you are again. Stop, stop giving away your power. Stop living from fear or the past and start living your best goddess life. It's waiting yeah, on you. It is. It's like, please come pick me up. <laughs> I'm waiting. Patiently waiting. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love how you mentioned, um, that about self-love because sometimes people I think honestly sometimes people don't really know what love really is um and it's just that divine acceptance you know no 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 control manipulation um possessiveness and and all of these things and so when you just get to a place of being patient with yourself Uh, supporting yourself you know having discipline when you need to because you know Mm -hmm. what's best for you listening to yourself honoring yourself trusting yourself that that's that divine self-love right there Mm -hmm. yes it is Mm -hmm. and you know it's the secret to life really it really really is because everything really just falls into place once you get to that Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to worry so much about what other people are going to do because you can trust yourself in that, in that, you know, in that place. So. Yeah. You don't care anymore. Yeah. You're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Something better will come. I'm not worry. It's, it's like a really big moment when, the, you know, especially in these, in the 28 days, people are, they come and they're like, oh, I'm so scared about this. And I'm so worried about this. And by the end, they're like, Who? <laughs> who, who was I worried about? You know, yeah, so funny. It's yeah, it's a fun process. I love it. I love it. So, twenty-eight days. I'm going to try that out. How can people find more information on that challenge, or not necessarily challenge, but that transformation and journey? Yes. Well, um, my website is ashleyholtbooks.com, and then Instagram is Ashley underscore Holt. I'm on Facebook as well, just my name. But mm-hmm. most importantly, uh, for me, where I I, I think that the most substance is, is on YouTube, and that's just Ashley Holt, author, speaker, coach. The five minute goddess meditation is on there. So if nothing else, listen to it on the way to work while you get dressed in the morning. Let yourself dream again with it, and. Um, like I said before, when I was going through divorce and as a single mom, I didn't have money for workshops and fancy empowerment coaches and all of those things. So I made um, each chapter of the book an interactive YouTube video as well, because I remember feeling so alone and I just needed a voice or a face to talk to. And sometimes, um, so I don't know, that was kind of my creative way to connect to the readers as well. Um, so they would know they weren't alone and that they were always supported. So Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing yourself with us and everything, all your wonderful wisdom with us today. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? No, my goodness. I have just talked and talked and talked. I'm so so grateful for you and your platform that um, I'm honored to have been a guest and just have spent this hour or two hours, I guess I should say, I've gotten to spend with you. So thank you. 
Thank you so much. Well, I want you to enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank, Thank you, Goddess. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.